Vision series is dedicated to biblical church impacting communities locally and abroad. Our mission statement is an expansion of our group. First priority is ministry networks. This is through evangelizing the global community, making disciples of all nations, teaching them to love the Lord, fellowshipping with each other, and reaching into regions of the world. Guys, our activities on a daily basis is spent amplifying in Bible And in that fashion, our motto, Jesus' last command, our first priority, is to find the mission of our Divine Savior and our God, whose last command is indeed our first priority. In the foundations of Pentecostal theology,
topic We have we have in the church with with, okay, okay. With, with, with with Christian, but but the, 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 the premise of it is is to fall out, and so um they they were in in um in certain institutions you would in certain um nations you would have a body of people who are called out from the community to serve the community, and so the basic premise of it is a, a people who are called out to serve. Yes. So we've so we've. Listen, make it through the sermon and greet somebody. Oh, 
I think that 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 now be a good time where if you need to get some service, you could get some shimmelicious pizza. Shimmelicious pizza. Home of the softest pizza. Home yes. of the softest pizza. Yes. Of course, shimmelicious. She is one of our very own here at FDFM and the owner of shimmelicious pizza, who has been recently completed a degree. She's looking for gainful employment, and uh, after a few months, you know, with the pandemic and everything, she tried a hand on the shimmelicious pizza. Make a pizza, man. That's what Shimmelicious, that's what Shimon, she did. She made a pizza and she served and it's sort of the best I think. It's one of the best. It's a tagline of the show. Shimmelicious Pizza, the best pizza in South Trinidad. She's a registered business, registered all the way in 
everybody knows about the Great Commission. You know, go into all the world and make disciples. That's the commission. The commission is not just a group. The commission is to make disciples. What is this where the church has kind of broken down? Um, because the church, what used to be, used to be good at evangelizing. But, but we have not been good at discipling. Because discipling takes time. Discipling is going to cost you something. Think about it. That Jesus came and he chose some men, 12, called to himself. And he spent three years with them trying to disciple them. He spent three years discipling these men. Now, these are men who are coming from a Jewish background, would have some understanding of the scripture and that kind of thing. And so they have some, some bearing of the true God. So they, 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 they come in from that place and he's trying to disciple them. And he takes three years to do that. Think about us in our time here where we are trying to disciple people. And we think that um, three months in a converse class once a week is good enough. For people who are coming from a place where they, they, they don't know the scripture as those guys did. They didn't grow up in that kind of community where, where the scripture is being read and told them and, and, and live with those kinds of principles. Think about us now trying to do that in three months. When it took Jesus three years and it still had some work to do after he left them. So now, making disciples is what the church is about. But if we, if we understand it, if we love God, with all our heart, with all soul, our mind. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Right? Commandment is to love men. And if we love men, we don't want to see them go to hell. So, the church will get up and go and make disciples. See? And so, we need to understand that. So, let me give you the last. Last, so I give you the great commandment, the great commission. The last one is the great commitment. Great commitment. And the great commitment works two ways. It's where Jesus told his disciples in Matthew chapter 1, verse 8, commit themselves to the work that he told them to make disciples. And then he said to them, I am going to commit to you the Holy Spirit, who is going to enable you to live right and empower you. Just tell them go and make disciples and left them without any assistance. He said, I'm gonna give you the Holy Spirit, he's gonna do this thing through you. You're gonna to submit to him and he's gonna do this thing through you. So when we talk about the what the church is about or what the church should be doing, this is what it is. That the church should be making disciples because we love God.
intimacy, communion. How does that play in the development of the church today? Um, let's 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 take the old cards. Communion, you have to you have very good substitutes. You know, when we think about communion, basically we think about the bread and the Yeah, that's what wine. we that's what we think right. about. But if you if you look here and, 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 and we, we we gotta go through scripture, you can't just take one verse in God created us to live in community. Mm-hmm. We, we live and grow in community. Look back at the um, look back at, at where it started when when um when Cain killed his brother Abel. So Cain kills Abel. Why? Because the Bible says that they both offered a gift to God, but Abel gave God of his best. And Cain just gave God something. Say, hey. And so God blessed Abel, but didn't have didn't accept Cain's. And Cain thought, you know what? I don't like what happened. And so instead of turning around to do the right thing, he decided to kill his brother. Probably he thought that if he killed his brother, he probably would get his brother's blessing. God said to him, no, 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 you don't, you don't appreciate community, you don't appreciate family, you don't understand how to why you don't have to grow in community. The word of God, God said, you will be a vagabond, you will be one of those people who are going to be a fugitive and a vagabond. But later on in the scripture, we see Cain came to a place where he got a wife, he had children, and he named the city after his son. Then we realize that Cain understood the value that transformed his life. It changed his life. And so when you bring that over into the, into the New Testament, when you bring that over to the New Testament, you see the church beginning. And in the book of um, the book of Acts, I, I believe it is, in the book of Acts, um, in, in chapter 2, you, you see something um, from verse 8. Let me read from verse 4 and 6. And with many other words, did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon them, and go down to verse 46. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and the breaking of bread continuing from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Communion. Community. That's one of the things that, you know, through this time of pandemic and that kind of thing, um, the, 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 the local congregations have been, have been taking a hit because um, things have gone online. And so people are now staying, staying away from communion. I, I don't. I haven't forgotten you, Steve. They're staying away from communion. And now we are, we are, we are into division. So we stay in a house and we, and we can do our own. We can have our own bread and wine home instead of in community as God designed it. 
And so the church is about bringing back that sense of community and helping people to understand that we grow. Notice something. People who stay away from the communion, from the, from the community, they usually grow cold in their relationship with God after some time. But the people who come together because we rub off on one another, we encourage one another, we can, the fire stays lit, we stay hot, we keep going, we keep encouraging, because if, 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 if we are walking together, if one slips, the other one can pull them up, but leave you alone, it's not going to happen. So when we talk about church, we're also talking about communion, We literally thought about the ordinances that we observe as a comes first and then we 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 do this communion. First <laughs> communion. You know, basically that, that, that's what that's what it is. And, um, and so we, we make it a special thing and we take we extend to you the right hand of fellowship, bringing you into the church and, and you'll serve specially on that Monday or next the rest of the year, the rest of the time you have a Pentecostal yes, I remember that day. But 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 the whole thing of they coming together, people who understand the communion as they had left. When you read um, when you read uh, Paul in, in, in Corinthians, you realize that it was not just a, what we do with the little piece of bread. It was like a love feast they would have. When they come together, they would walk with meals. That's why Paul says, "How come when you come together, some of you are drunk, and some of you have nothing?" And some people have plenty to eat, and some have nothing. That's not how it's supposed to be. We're supposed to bring what we have and share it with one another. That's what's supposed to be the, the, the fellowship, the communion, communion of the saints. That's what it's supposed to be about. We showing, we demonstrating our love for one another. But but we we have we have we have, we have I mean I I don't know. We have uh, we have pimped out the church. I don't know if I can say that. We we have pimped out the church. We have we, I mean we have put on. I don't. I was going to say some twenty twos, but um, I don't think it's twenty twos we put on. You know, we 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 we, we probably put on some thirties. We, we we just pimp out the whole thing, and, and and we have all kind of colors painted on it so that we can attract people by the beauty of what we are showing them, instead of the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is still the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. So we may have be having something that we call church today where you may have a lot of unbelieving believers. Yeah, a lot of people who are in the church but don't believe the gospel of Jesus Christ. So they're in the buildings and they're in the organizations but they're not saved. They haven't repented of their sins. They haven't submitted their lives to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. 
because a lot of times in the church, what, what do we do? What do we do? We invite people up to the altar, they say a prayer, all right? And after the prayer is over, um, they, they do three months um, in a, in a converse class, class, and yeah. then they move on. But when we understand church, and when we understand what the church is about and what the church is supposed to do, it's not just about leading me to, to say a sinner's prayer and accept Jesus, but also for me to accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ in my life. See, let, 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 let his uh, um, uh, let his kingdom reign in my life. Understand kingdom. Mm-hmm. Understand that that too. Kingdom or the king's dominion. Okay. The place where the king reigns, where he exercises authority. That's his dominion. So that's the kingdom. That's a shortening. The king's dominion, the kingdom. So if, if, if I come to the church and the church is supposed to represent the kingdom of God on the earth, as an individual have to acknowledge and accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So it's not just accepting Jesus Christ as my Savior, but it's also accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord so that He would reign in my life. So now I, I am able to now, as, as, as a believer, as, as a Christian, live the exchange life. You know that, 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 um, that, that passage that we have in Galatians 2.20? I am crucified with Christ. Uh, And let me just read it this way. I am crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And so the life that I now live, I now live through the faith of the Son of God who loves me and, and has given his life for me. So now I have exchanged my old life and taken up his life that he has given to me. So I live his righteousness and he lives by his to me as I submit myself to his lordship. It's not automatic, it's not just gonna happen. There, there, there must be effort on my part. Because what we are having in the church today is that the church is not talking about this. Because we are given uh, an easy way in. church is the church, it's God's church, then God has the responsibility to supply the needs of the church. We preach that, right? We, 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 we preachers get up there, you're going to trust God, God is going to bless you. Well, yeah, I believe that. But we also have to trust God, that we can tell people the truth, because who did we want people to be free in the church so that they can worship God in spirit and in truth by doing what he says. So, when we're talking about church, hold up. 
all out. So, so we can go into all these theological things and all the all the, the, the dramatical constructions of taking place here and then Greek and Mons and all those kinds of things. But when you get down to it, when you get down to it, the church is the body of Christ. We represent Jesus here on the earth. Alright? We represent Jesus. And that's what you got to do. You've got to walk with that now in your mind. That I am a representative of Jesus. Now, here's what I got to ask myself. How am I doing in my representation? Because if I am his ambassador, he isn't here, but he has called me and he sent me out as his ambassador. What is my message? My message is only what he tells me. Jesus did it, you know. He, he, he helped us with that. He, he's, he's, when when, the, when the, the scribes and the Pharisees were confronting him, he says, he says, the words that I speak are not mine. It's my father. I'm, I'm saying what my father tells me to say. I'm doing what my father told me to do. So he was the perfect example of what the ambassador is. Now he's saying, church, I'm calling you to be like me. As the father sent me, the same way I'm sending you. Now when we're talking about church, Walking lockstep with Jesus. So we are supposed to be the perfect prince of Jesus Christ, or the perfect prince of God. I'm speaking about prince. Primary prince. Get your custom printed items today. Primary prince, the sole trader business, starts in 
it makes it a lot easier for people to follow him because you and you would be the epistles known and read of men. So when they see you, they don't even need to read the Bible anymore. They say, yeah, 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 yeah. See that life? Yeah, see that, that, that's what I want. And so we are modeling who Jesus is. That's what the church is supposed to do. The church is supposed to give a call out from the world. That's the church. You know, the church seems to be getting worldly. Everything the world do, we want to do it too. So, so when, when we are supposed to be salt and light, and flavor and change the world. The world is now changing the church, and the church is trying to adapt to the principles of the world. I mean, we have people in the church who have softened the views on so many things. Uh, the things that the, 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 the Bible says is sin. People in the church are saying something that was then said different time. And I try to figure out so how to change their mind and just begin to go back to Guys, I know how to tell you all this sin and punish you all um, for this. Um, listen, please, I, I easily will forgive you all. Don't worry, I wipe that all the stage. Um, that's no longer a sin. No. The principles of God are eternal. Don't you? And if God says this is the way we have to operate, this is the way we have to operate. Alright? Let's not get it twisted. Let, let's, not, let's, not, let's not go crazy here. Alright? It is what it is. We are the temple of God. Alright? The Holy Spirit lives in us. Alright? We are not perfect. Alright? So let's, let, let, let's get out of the way. Because how you, how you and I come across to the unsaved person may make them believe that it is impossible for them to live a Christian life. Sin. Like we don't have a bad thought. Like we, we, we are angels, we glorify whatever. But the reality is, it's not true. We have struggles like everybody else. We have to, we have to remind ourselves on a daily basis no, pornography is not good for me. No, um, that is, you know. Paul says, Paul says somewhere, the good things I want to do, I find myself not doing, and the evil things I find myself, he says, boy, so I, I, the struggle is there in the flesh. So he says, no, I, I, have to, I have to reckon myself dead indeed to sin and alive to God. What is he saying to us as the church? He is saying to us that the former nature, the former thing, the old man, that he says he passed away, right? The old man has passed away, right? But, but hold on, hold on, hold on. The old man, he says, we have to reckon him dead. We have to take the whole scripture. He says, the old is past, the new is come. Alright? But you have to remind the old man that he's dead. That's why, as we go through life, as, as believers, there are these struggles. Sometimes some thoughts come in your mind, and you have to remind yourself, oh, no, 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 no. And that's why we are constantly seeking to renew our minds on a daily basis, renewing our mind, getting, he says, put off concerning the old man, and put on, and he uses the word almost like put, putting off clothes, and taking, I mean, you and I, you, you, you go, you go home, you leave here, and you go home, 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 you go home,
off. But he says, as you take off something, you put on something. The challenge is to sometimes to put off and we decide to sort of stay there back. But then we need clothes for yourself, people to be clothes. You have to be close to sing the entertainment. You have to work be close to things sometimes. that I read, they, 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 they brought their stuff and they gave it so that they could share for all the believers, yeah, they had, they had the, the communion, so they came together, house to house fellowship, yeah, they, they were sharing um, the word of God with people, and so God was adding to the church daily such as should be saved, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, so there was always that study of the word of God, and later on, as it reaching the lost. We, we see it there. So, so this is what the church is about. Now, if, if, if the church is not evangelizing, if the church is not making disciples, if the church is not reaching the world, then that's not a church, that's a social club. You, you cannot be the church of Jesus Christ and not be reaching the, un, the, the unsaved. You can't be the church and only focusing on those who are inside. The church is to reach outward to bring them in. And train them when you bring them in to reach outward to bring them in. And train them to... So you understand? You understand? Um, I, I told somebody one day that the Christian life is a monotonous life. But not monotonous in a very negative way. It's monotonous that we do the same things every day. But... As we do it more and more, the intensity and the passion that, 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 that we generate, our love for God increases, our love for healing increases. We want to reach the lost because we don't want to see them go to hell. We are, we, we, we are excited about the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit who indwells our life. And incidentally, I tell people, the Holy Spirit is not there to give you a thrill.
says, if you go and tell them, these signs shall follow. You see, signs don't come before. Signs follow. But that's how we have to change what we instill. And so what we are doing really is not church, but it is something else. Until we can get back to the biblical understanding of church and what the church is for, we're going to continue on this. Church needs to wake up. Come back to the word of God and do what He told us to do. The word of God, the temple of God. There are so many 